Welcome back to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We are your hosts, Stephen. And Kyle. And by the time this episode drops, we will have been to the KC Spirit and Paranormal Convention this weekend. So, we hope anybody that came and hung out with us enjoyed it. We hope you all had a good time, since that's in the future and we aren't there yet. Just putting out good vibes. Maybe we're time travelers. It could be. I hope we are. Surprise. I do have that picture that I'm a time traveler, so... I hope we are. Yeah, yeah, you definitely are. I'm not. I haven't got to that point yet. My hair's not grown out enough. But it'll happen. Yeah, um, we're going to do a holophone episode today because we've got a bunch of voicemails and stuff. And it seems like every time we do one of those, the holophone takes off for a while. So that's cool. We appreciate it. Before we get into that, we're going to get through all the business. So check us out at all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. Search up the Hollow Sky Podcast and come and hang out with us. It's all kinds of good stuff. Building an awesome community. We have a Discord, too. Shout out to all our Discord members. Uh Great people over there, great people all around. So if you want to be part of the community, definitely come and be social on the social media. It's the only thing it's good for is to Word. hang out with like-minded people. Word. Uh, if you have a paranormal encounter you'd like to have featured on a future show, Kyle's got all the deets. You can call the holophone, which is going to be 618-556-0837. Leave us a voicemail. You can text it. You do whatever you want. It doesn't really matter. Uh, you can use the voice memo app on your smartphones. Record yourself. You can write it out. You can videotape yourself. And all that should go to the email, which is going to be holoskypodcast at gmail.com. If you like to support the show, there's all kinds of ways you can do it. First and foremost, word of mouth. Tell all your friends, share the show, share episodes, post it on all the social medias you have. Just get the word out there. We're definitely going to try to grind through 2022 and make it as worthwhile as possible. And promoting the show is like our number one goal. Also, we've got uh, Venmo set up. You can throw us some monster money in our little Venmo there. We've got a Patreon. You can check out, see if there's any tiers that you're interested in. Sign up for that and get some goodies. I just sent out a whole big bunch of Patreon stickers and magnets this last week. So hopefully by the time the show drop, everybody's gotten them. Uh, you can also go to wherever you catch podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and review. That is an awesome way to help us out. Um, and if you leave us something awesome... I will gladly shout you out in a future episode. Today's five-star rating and review comes to us from our friend Sweet. Said so they reminded me that my car insurance was about to expire. <laughs> five I don't remember doing that, but you're welcome. Five stars. Stephen Kyle have some great topics, well-researched and insightful comments. They rock. Well, Sweet, you rock. I appreciate you. Yeah. Also a member of the Discord. That's true. Out. Shout out. But like I said before, today we're going to do some holophone stuff, read some uh, emails, and we got a bunch of voicemail recordings that we're going to listen to. So per usual, we haven't listened to any of these, so they should be quite interesting. Here we go. Hey, pick it up. I'm just kidding. Hey, man, it's Tom. I'm your bro next door over here in Iowa. Sunday afternoon, got the day off. I'm spending the whole day listening Little sky, or as ignorant Iowans would call it, Hawaii. Anyhow, man, you guys are, I got a four way tie for best podcast ever, man. And you guys are up there with Wes Gerber, Josh Turner, and Tony Merkel. I love you guys. I love what you do. I love the fact that you're right over next door in Illinois. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, I'm going to keep getting smoky and listening to you. Love y'all. Awesome. Loved it. I love it. Shout out. Shout out to your neighbors. Oh door. man, that was that was uh that, that was, was awesome. awesome. We are in good company in that top four. I never Yeah, without question. Ever thought that I would that we that I personally I probably speak for Kyle too, but that we would be in that same company. Never. Because those guys those guys are bangers, man. Like they work. Yeah. You know, and like so they cool. all work extremely hard to get where they've gotten and to even be remotely close to those guys in people's eyes is dope. Yeah. hundred percent. So shout, shout out to all those guys as well. For sure. Doing, doing good things. And we appreciate you brother. Stay safe and stay weird out there in Iowa. 
I know there's some weird shit that goes on out there, so keep your eyes on the skies and let us know if you see anything. Yeah, and, you know, while we're at it, if you haven't checked those guys out that he shouted out, go for it. Check them out. Listen to their stuff. They all have really good stuff. But with that being said, we're going to move on to the next call. Hey, hey, this is Chris again. Um, yeah, I was listening to Holophone uh, on you, number four on YouTube, and uh, I noticed a, a whole section of my voicemail was missing. So I was the one that called in about the Speaks Mill town. I guess the whole point of it was me putting two and two together was about the same time that I noticed the change on Snapchat shortly thereafter, this is the year 2020. Um, that area of Speaks Mills, a F4 tornado killed five people. This happened less than a mile from my house um, um, where three people died. I was out there that morning when they were doing the search and rescue. And it's just weird to me, the coincidence of that. And I've been in the area my whole, a long, long, long time, not my whole life, but nobody's, most of the people around there, I'd say 95% of the people has never heard of Steve Mill. And it, it's not, you know, so I thought that was odd enough in itself that it would change all of a sudden. But, uh, you know, the fact that directly after that, we would have a major tornado hit. This was in April of 2020. Uh, yes, it, it was really, really bad. And it originated, I can't remember how many miles the tornado was on the ground and how many counties it spanned, but it started right there in the area. Um, so natural disaster in line with AI creating a new town, to me, out of nothing. I just thought the two, uh, the coincidence there, uh, might be something worth the topic, but I just thought it was very strange. So that is the section that was missed somehow on the voicemail there. I, I spoke about it. It was actually three calls I made in, um, not two. So somewhere that second section there got lost. Um, so hopefully that clear clears up, uh, the air on actually why I called. I wanted to mention the tornado part because it was a significant and life-changing event for a lot of people in the community. So, thought that might be interesting to talk about. Love y'all so again, man. Keep it up. Thanks so much for calling back in and uh, adding that part that we missed out on. Yeah, there was not a second voicemail there. That's so... Third. Yeah, that's what I meant. Third. Uh the last time we got on and put that together, that is, it's weird that that was cut out, but it's super bizarre. It's almost, it's almost like, are they trying to like cover up something by creating a whole new, a whole new name for the town? Are they creating a whole new history for the town? I don't know. And then the, the tornado on top of that, that's terrible to begin with. Yeah, for sure. Like, my initial thought went to, well, he knows of the town. So is it, would there have been any reason that he would have went through that town? Almost like what Snapchat did. Man, it's hard to explain. It was almost like a, a time travel situation where in in this dimension, so to speak, he was supposed to be in this town which is why Snapchat registered his location. Oh, that's weird. You know what I mean? And then the tornado hit. But for whatever reason, he didn't go to that town. So he, like, slipped into another dimension or or, or whatever the case may be. But when he brings up about how, and it could just be me misreading the situation, but he made it sound like they created the town. Yeah, like the AI brought brought it up. Okay. 
the AI, I don't know. It just made me think because there have been a lot of suspect um, natural disasters in the recent years. Like I saw, and I showed it to you, like these volcanic eruptions. They're not eruptions, but like earthquakes from them. And they're, no, they were earthquakes down in South America. It was like a perfect line. Yeah, they were in a grid pattern. Yeah. You, almost like somebody was testing something. Yeah, that's weird. So it's just, I don't know. It's a lot to think about and look into for sure. I'll have to, like I said, we listened to these live, so we didn't listen to them until we started recording, but I'm going to go back and try to piece them together with your first two calls and put that that one in between them and listen to it again and maybe try to get in there and look in look into the whole area a little bit more whenever I get a chance. Um, speaking of sus natural disasters, uh, Japan just had another big earthquake off the coast of Fu Fukushima where the nuclear plant was. Right. Almost 11 years to the day. That's weird. Five day, I think it was five, four or five days past the 11 year date. They had another big earthquake. That's weird. How crazy is that shit? Definitely strange. That's what I was thinking. It makes you wonder, man. Because I was on Twitter flipping through and I saw people talking about the earthquake. And then like two, two or three days later, they're just talking about another earthquake. And I'm like, is, are, these, are people confused? Are they getting shit mixed up? And I look at it and I was like, holy shit. Almost exactly to the day, within the same week, another big ass earthquake over there. That's weird. Very weird. But it wouldn't surprise me that Somewhere in the upper echelons of government, they have the ability to manipulate situations, oh, yeah. so to speak. But with that being said, we're going to go ahead and truck on. This one comes from Ingrid from Texas. Hey, guys. I wanted to share something. Excuse me. Something really neat that just happened to me. Um, this is not what was really neat. My mother recently... Um, passed away last week. She was 91, so it was kind of expected that she's still not happy about it. Um, COVID complications. And this is what's really cool. So years ago, I kept telling my mom, she's a very Christian woman, but she's also very open-minded. And um, I told her, I said, Mama, when you die, I want you to give me a sign. I want you to give me a sign, everything that I've been told about the afterlife is true. And so she passed away on Tuesday. And I was in the kitchen earlier, and I said, Mama, don't forget you're supposed to give me a sign. Now, I did tell her, I said, please just do something that I will understand is an obvious sign, but don't freak me out. It's like flicker a light bulb or something. So what happened was I was in the bathroom and I noticed one of the light bulbs was crackling. And I didn't think anything about it because some of those light fixtures are kind of old. And um, the newer light bulbs that are the uh, LED and all that, sometimes don't work very well in them. So I kind of just missed it to that. And I kind of, sometimes if you flick the light, switch on and off a couple of times, it'll work. So I did that. And I uh, went about my way. Well, one point, I was in one part of the house, and I'm walking through the hallway, and I'm walking past the bathroom where this light was. And it was off, but I didn't think anything of it because I was thinking I just turned it off. So then I'm sitting in my room, which is next to the bathroom. The door is open. I'm just, I'm watching next fall. <laughs> and uh, lights off in the bathroom. I see this bright blue flash. Several bright blue flashes in the bathroom. Kind of scared me because I'm like, is there a peeping palm in my backyard? What is that? So I walk over to the bathroom and the light switches on. The light switch was on. <laughs> so I turned it off and I tried to turn it back on, get a really bright light, and went off. Now, 
was that an electrical problem? Maybe. But it was really strange this timing that I had just told her a few minutes earlier, give me a sign. And there had been nothing wrong with that light up until that point. Nothing at all. So was it my mama? I'd like to think so. Um, so what do y'all think? I think it's pretty cool. Pretty neat. Put a new light bulb in there, LED. No problem right now. No crackling. No nothing. So, hi, Mama. Anyway, I hope you guys are doing great. Stupid COVID. I hate it. Uh, it needs to go away. So, love you guys. Um, take care. I just wanted to share that. I think it's pretty cool. Ingrid, thanks so much for sharing your story with us. And our deepest condolences go out to you and your family for the loss of your mother. 100%. That sucks. Very, very much. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm in the camp. I think she was letting you know that she's, she's keeping an eye out for you and she's all right. Um, I'm a, I'm the afterlife is something that I think about a lot and it's, it's all over the place for me, but I do think, I do think wherever, whatever goes on after we pass away that I think that those that do pass keep an eye on the people that mean the most to them. The one that they had deep emotional connections with. I feel like that they're, they're still there just, just to keep watch. I agree. hundred percent. I, uh, these ones, these ones are weird for me, you know, because I know exactly how she feels like a 100%, like a, you have the timing of it like if you had just been like hey mama don't forget to you know send me a sign and then we'll just say even 20 minutes later your lights start freaking out i would do the exact same thing where i'd be like is it is it coincidence that i'm having light issues right now like it could totally 100 percent be electrical issues or a faulty light bulb or whatever the case may be but the fact that you pair that with what you had just said in that time frame, yeah. my brain would be running circles just like yours is. Yeah, it's it's automatic peace of mind. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. Like I probably I might have shared this on the show before, but my my grandfather he passed away when I was little, probably I don't know, maybe six or seven years old. But I'd always go to his house and he had this old ass junk ass metal detector he'd let me take out and dig through the flower bed with and he'd always go out there and bury a bunch of pocket change before <laughs> i would get there so i would think that like his flower bed was just full of treasure every time i go there that's awesome well after he passed away and i moved in here in the house like i would have he used this kind of I don't know if it was cologne or a specific kind of aftershave or whatever but i would get um nuances of that smell of him in in our house here and it would hit every once in a while but he would always bury pennies and stuff and I will, i'll always come across heads up pennies in the the most unexpected places like where they should not be like i made i was making everett's bed one day when he was little and i just made it flattened everything out went out to go and do something in the kitchen, tend to the dog or something. And when I came back in, there was a heads up penny on top of the comforter in the bedroom. That's so awesome. Where it could not have been because I just literally just made the bed. Right. And whenever those things happen, I'm just like, yeah, you know, that's, that's my grandpa just checking up on me, you know, giving me, give me a little heads up, like hundred percent, just making sure you're good. And I know, I know the first thing that popped into your head was like the whole Ernie thing. Oh know? yeah. It's driving and I, you know, heard the song and I'm like, this one's for you, brother. And then I had that just crazy intense it's just moment it's, of clarity. It's like it was comfort. weird. You know what I mean? Oh it's yeah. hundred like, percent. It's just, it just, it is, it's a peace of mind. It just eases you to yeah. like, not only know that like in, in your mind, they're, they're wherever they're at, they're okay, but they're okay enough to still think about you. Yeah. Still keep an eye on you. So I, yeah, I'm in the camp that it was, it was your mom, like, for just, sure. Just letting you know, you ask, you ask her for something and she gave it to you. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I totally agree with that. So I think we're going to move on to the next one here. 
see what we got going on. This one looks like it's from Los Angeles, California. It might be a two-parter. So here we go. Yo, what's going on? How's this guy? I just wanted to give you guys a call. I have messaged you guys on uh, Instagram talking about uh, Steve's exorcism stuff, about the church and stuff like that. So, well, I used to go to this church. It was in, it was in San Bernardino, and then um, the pastor, like, we met him through my mom's friend. He was at a house, and then whatever, and he would, like, talk to you, and then, like, he would look at you and be like, all right, like, this is why you're going through this. This is why you're not happy in life. And so we just break it down. It was weird, and I like, he was pretty, like, legit on his stuff, you know? So he invited us on a Friday, so we went, you know. I was probably, like, in, I don't even know how old I was, but I know I was a little younger. And then, um, so we get there, and then, like, we were talking about, you know, talking about God and the Word, about demons and stuff like this, and why people go through things, you know, and, like, how people can do witchcraft towards people, and, you know, destroy their lives and stuff like that. So, like, you were, like, like we were all lined up and whatever, and, we'll, and then you know, we'll have, like, a plan in holy water, I guess you could say. So we're all lined up, and then you would walk towards the front, and then um, you would just start cleaning people and start praying, whatever, start cleaning people. And as you're getting, as, I, well, as I'm getting close to it, and, like, people would, like, start screaming, like, oh, it, it burns or shit like that, you know? And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You know, I'm just, my first time, I'm like, fucking freaking out. I'm like, what the fuck did I come to? And, like, people would just start fucking screaming and saying all kinds of shit. And then, like, like the ladies or the women or whatever, like, they would start talking fucking weird. And then they would start talking like a guy or something, like, with a deep voice. And and then we will go back. And then, like, once you go through it, whatever, and then you go back to your bench or whatever you're sitting at. So we're sitting there, and we're like, he would tell us, oh, please start praying. Don't open your eyes. Close your eyes. Because whatever's in here can go inside your body or whatever. I'm like, oh, hell no, nah, you know? So we're there, whatever. And then uh, people, you can just hear the people screaming, and then you just fucking, everybody's like, it burns. Like, stop pouring it on me or whatever, you know? Stop doing this. And then, and then like, the crazy part is, like, some people, like, start fucking fingers. I remember seeing their fingers. Like, they would fucking do this weird thing like they would like crunch up it was weird like hard to explain but i would peek you know i'm like what the fuck is going on like you know just being noted like all right i'm trying to see what the fuck is going on and then i'm looking and then like these ladies guys whoever like different people would just start like being the fry and then and then then you have the sun would talk and they start naming like these demon names and that's that's the part that was fucking weird like they'll start talking crazy shit like all this like wicked stuff and then, like, they would open the doors, and, like, when he, he was, like, I guess, release, release the demon from the body. And then, like, they will open the doors, and and he would just fucking, like, I don't know. It was just, I guess, take them out. And then, like, it would feel weird. Like, like the environment inside would feel lighter. Like, you could feel the heaviness. I don't know how to explain it, but I've been going there for a while as a young kid. And then, like, every Friday was something different. Like, people were, like. You know, it's, it's it's fucking weird. And some people, you know, like, some people won't believe in stuff like that. Like, I, you know, there's shit out there, you know, like, I don't know. It's just, it's weird, but you got to be careful out there, you know what I'm saying? This motherfucker is wild out there. But, you know, hopefully you guys are doing good, keep doing your thing. And people that talk shit and don't believe in stuff like that, like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, you know, maybe because they haven't had no personal experience. I maxed out the last call, but I just want to let you guys know. If you guys want to know anything or just like any more info or whatever, just, just hit me up, you know? And uh, yeah, you guys rock, you know? Fuck all the haters. It's hard. So that was awesome. That was awesome. I mean, right out of the gate, it was awesome. It's crazy. Like, I've never been in that situation at all, period, the end, but. I would be in the exact same boat as you as you're like approaching to where they were. And he's like, the closer you get, the more you hear him like screaming and going, get this off me. It fucking burns. And Hey, hollow cult, the weather's getting nice. And you know what that means? It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. 
That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tecovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's re- it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Like completely... Like if that was me, I would I would dip out. I'd be like, okay, I'm I'm out of here when, because whatever he's putting on them is burning the fuck out of them. I'm out. Well, I I'm pretty sure I said all oh, hell nah verbatim whenever that girl in my story started like those guttural screams and started like flailing around. I'm pretty sure I said all oh, hell nah as well. <laughs> I w- I don't blame you. I mean, I don't blame you at all. Dude, it 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 makes I don't know it just there's so much there is absolutely so much that I don't know seeing stuff like that makes you makes you question good and evil makes you question heaven and hell like like more so than I already do but like it's almost as if if you acknowledge one you have to acknowledge the other right like yeah they come they come hand in hand and whenever you see stuff like that it's just Dude, I don't know. Well, and another thing... It is... It's bizarre. In his situation there, it almost makes it sound like... Like a mass possession, only fragments. You know, like like somebody... Say somebody had that little... That, that seed of evil. Almost like evil was just... It's trying to... To seed itself within that person. And by them going up there, they're removing those fragments. Because obviously they're not fully possessed. Right? Because they're going to church, they're yeah. the whole nine. But it's almost like they have these little fragments, almost like evil is just trying to seed itself. What is, what is prepossession called? It's more of like a a, a demonic oppression type yeah, situation. That's true. I couldn't think of that. And it's oh, man, I don't know. And and maybe that maybe there's something to that because you know a lot. I feel like a lot of people. Well, it, it goes hand in hand. There are people who are just devout and they just go. You know, and and they admit their flaws, and I. But I also feel like there's people who go there because their life is being shitty. And I'm, yeah, I'm curious. Like, was everyone there having a negative experience, like back to back? Like everyone. That's a good was, question. And did did whatever was whatever was going on? Did it seem to resolve itself after after the holy water and whatever he was doing? I think he said it felt like the room got lighter, like after yeah, it was all said yeah. and done. He's like, you could feel the heaviness lift, which is really bizarre. Like, like I said, that the priest that did it when we were, I can't remember what town we were in, whatever, but it was, it was, his name was Father Machado. And like I said, somebody called into Coast to Coast AM. They were doing a, a, a demon show not too long ago, probably two or three months. And the woman called in on open lines and said, that she had witnessed him talk and was delivering the Eucharist and everything. And when he was praying over the Eucharist, she said that there were all sorts of loud bangs and everything going on the stained glass windows of the church while he was doing it. And it, it definitely makes you wonder what is going on. And like I stated in that video or in that episode, what's trying to keep that dude quiet? What does he know? What powers oh, yeah. does he have that there are things hey, out of this world yeah. 
trying to shut him up. He's basically John Constantine in the flesh. How terrifying of a life would that be? This fucking suck. Every time you go, every time you even go to pray, you got demons trying to beat the damn door down. Yeah, and you figure like a man like that who just goes head on into those situations and does it probably more than we understand. Like you, you almost feel like when, like when he goes home, it probably ain't done with him. Yeah, and you know it, what I mean, like and especially where he was like, he was like cl- cleansing people's souls, essentially what they were putting it out. Like, like does he take all that shit on from everybody? I wouldn't want to know. I hope not. Is that because if so, man, he's got a shitty life. Is that why, like, they, all these demons are like, why are you taking all the bad shit out of these people's lives? <laughs> Leave him he, in there. He does have a badass name, last name, though. Yeah, like he's sound, he, Machado Man Randy Savage. Yeah, yeah. He sounds like he'll fuck you up. It is. It it was a wild experience. I'm I'm. It it is set with me for years. It was before I was married to my ex wife, so that was a long ass time ago, and it's still stuck in my brain. I wish I would have paid more attention because I just was just, I was just kind of there to be there, you know. I wish I would have taken it more seriously. I wish I would have soaked it in a little bit more and kind of tried to read the room a little bit more. But because once things started going like sideways, I was like, holy shit. And then I went like super hyper, hyper focused on what right. was going on. Yeah, for sure. I could totally see that. And and dude, you're right. Fuck the haters. Yeah, true. Like 100%. They, uh, it's good to know we got people on the West Coast having our back. Dude, it's awesome. Like this, this call was awesome. That's what me and Kyle were sitting here. I'm like, how crazy is it that we have people in Los Angeles on the other side of the country that tune in and just want to just us want to chat? Like, yeah, it's it's awesome, dude. Every everybody that listens is awesome. Yeah, you're all great. Appreciate all of you. But we're gonna move on now to the next call. So here we go. Hi, I'm calling in regards. I listen to you guys' podcast. Fantastic. Um, I've been thinking about calling you guys for. I don't know, the last six months. Uh, some questions. Uh, I live in a house now. I've lived here about a year. And with the year prior, two people consecutively committed suicide here. There's been a lot of weird shit happen. Nothing ever violent or anything like that. It's fucking weird. Um, but here for the last six months, usually about every third week, I have this weird recurring dream about a voice that talks to me through my bedroom closet. It says, do not fear if an L comes through. Who is an L? I think it might help explain some of the weird shit that goes on around here. Uh, also, I have a full basement that also cantilevers underneath my garage, a little bigger than the house. My home gym is beneath the garage. There's some weird shit that goes on in my head when I meditate down there. I meditate in the rest of the house. It's okay. You know, nothing, nothing too weird. I, I've staged this place a thousand times, and it seems like it only excites things. If you guys would like to talk at me, I would rather not be on the show, but I would like some advice. Um, oh, Travis, first thing, thanks for calling in, but that whole encounter gave me goosebumps when you started talking about it. I Same. I don't even know. The first thing I did, me and Kyle have been sitting here and contemplating it, and I started searching the name Enel. Uh, I searched E-N-E-L, and it came up. A website I found says there's all kinds of different orange origins, 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 but they all seem to root back into angel or angelic moon god peacekeeper or one who loves everyone, which man, I don't know what kind of what what kind of feelings do you get whenever you're hearing this? Is it a feeling of fear? Or is it you would think if it was an angel and a peace peacemaker, then everything would be cool and it'd be peaceful. But if it's not, like it almost falls into that camp where I'm at with Bledsoe, where these things are trying to convince people that they are righteous and they are of holy order, which is terrifying. I agree 100%. That's 
the like Steve said, the whole thing is just bizarre. And the, like Steve made a good point, like we're not there to get a good sense of feel because it it always weirds me out when it's something's like, hey, don't don't be afraid. When you know, because in this is it was like, don't be afraid when an L comes through. Yeah, Enel Enel is coming or or Enel is coming through. And like, wh where's that context? Like, it did he say? Did he say it was coming through his closet? The voice coming out of his closet door. So, <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying to say the least. But once again, overall context, does it mean it's coming through the, the nail will come to the closet or is it just saying, Hey, when a nail shows up, don't be afraid. And because Anel, that, that could imply that, cause there could be just some stupid type of portal in, in his closet where something's trying to communicate through him. It doesn't mean a nail is going to walk through his closet. What if a nail could be, could be tied to the whole Bledsoe situation. Because if you look closely at that, I mean, Mr. Bledsoe had people, had women talk, our woman talking to him had almost really, if you, if you line it up, there's, there are obviously parallels here and it's, she gives this overall message of I'm, I will be coming. Whereas now this Anel it's kind of more or less doing the same thing, just in a way creepier. Well, they're both creepy, but yeah, it's, this it's, is an, a, a way more odd situation. And he states, he states all this weird shit is going on in his house. Like you'd think if it was some sort of, some sort of holy or righteous being, something that's gonna write things. Like how much weird shit is gonna let go on before it steps in? Is like all right. Everybody settle down. Right. Instead yeah. Of just announcing it every night for six months, you know, like, I, I, dude, I don't know. These are the ones that I hear and I am just like, what the fuck? Well, that, now that I think about it, going on? now that I think about it, you should be very careful listening to this voice because you stated the past two owners have committed suicide there. Oh, yeah. And... What and, if this thing just worms its way into your fucking brain? We're on it now. And you said when you meditate, you start getting getting weird feelings and seeing weird things, which... Only under that on the, under that section yeah. of the house or the garage or whatever. Yeah, which, which brings me back to my... The hill I'm going to die upon, that our consciousness is the doorway to these beings, good or bad, and... Did did the did this Anel entity make itself known at the same time the meditation started going south? I'm curious to see how these two things line up because I think once you start, like I said, I I feel like the conscious our our consciousness as a human is a barrier. It's there to keep us here in our safe little bubble where ignorance is bliss and we don't have to deal with things outside of that bubble. Once we start manipulating the consciousness, be it through meditation, be it through um, hallucinogenic drugs, mind-altering drugs, be it through uh, remote viewing or in any of that stuff, I think we are opening doors that we cannot get shut. And when you open doors, it's easy to go out them, but it's also easy for things to come through them. That's a good. That's a good point, man. That's a really good point. Like if I, the general gist of it, I was like, were you asking more or less? Like, did a nail come before or after you started meditating? Yeah, that's, was that more or less like? I'm curious to see how those two interact. No, yeah, hundred percent. Because if if it's because if he was meditating prior to this house. You know, but then again, you reach different levels of meditation too. Like and it's also if, because he said he started feeling weird meditating. If that lines up with when this Anel entity started making itself known. Yeah, yeah. You know, because because he could he could be meditating and open the door and taking the stroll and like everything could be good for eight months. Well, this whole time this Anel entity has just kind of held itself back, just kind of looking on. It's like oh. 
well, there, there, there's the doorway to this. There's the doorway to this spot, and he came through, and then all hell broke loose. Which okay, like you said, we're on it. So look, look what go. you did. Uh, another thing, I haven't pieced it together yet, but and it is jumping ahead slightly because my next episode. I was just telling Steve off air about all this fucked up stuff. Like it, the the book starts off really slow, but then it really starts to pick up. And this, like I just remembered because he said Anel, um, th- like all this happens when he in a dream in his dream state, right? Like when he's dreaming. Well, Anel, may have figured you out here. In this book that I'm reading, I am to the to the section. Where, because you remember when we were getting all them apocalyptic dreams and shit? Yeah. Well, apparently, that t- it has a correlation with extraterrestrial. Of course it does. I, I don't know how yet. I haven't gotten to that point. I was going to question it. But, but there, then... there is a tie in there. And it, but it just makes me, it just makes me hyper curious now because. Of course it does. Like with Bledsoe, it all started. With a borderline alien abduction. Oh, yeah. And then it evolved the way it did. And then, like, in the book, her CIA contacts, et cetera, et cetera, they, they go on, and, and like, the, the U.S. intelligence, Air Force intelligence will come out to these people's places and ask them specifically, have you had any apocalyptic dreams? Have you had any dreams where you were in small rooms being operated on? Like, all this is directly tying into... It's weird. The possibility of extraterrestrial. Now, I feel like at this point, <laughs> that word now has just expanded for me. It doesn't just mean the reptilians. It doesn't mean the grays. Now I'm almost kind of putting these Bledsoe-type entities yeah. right into that mix. Because like you, like They're- kind of what you allude to, like, because in the, in the book, where the the path I'm going here is that the the intelligence agencies were investigating all this shit because they didn't know what the fuck was going on. Yeah, they had no idea, but they were trying to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. So at that point, like you now, you almost have to take these these Bledsoe celestial ethereal beings and stick them at least right next to that word extraterrestrial. Yeah, and and don't get me wrong. Whenever I say I think that all these all of these entities and beings are tied together. I don't I don't think they're all the same thing. No, no, I agree. I think they're all from the same place. And I don't think it's this dimension. See, I'm not I'm not 100% sold on that. That's But I am open. See, I for me I, well, I've already explained it a million times. I'm not going to keep doing it. Everybody knows. <laughs> Everybody knows where I'm at with that. It's, you know, it's just like the more of these encounters that we have, especially these. Like this is probably the first time he's told anybody this. Oh, probably. And it, and it lines in. It just it just kind of tucks itself in line with all yeah, this other weird that, shit. I, ironically enough, you know, like I've said before, it's almost like if you choose to acknowledge the signs on the path. You start to recognize the path, like because there's there's weird shit that happens all the time. It's just some people go about it oblivious because we could have just we we literally could have listened to this guy's voicemail and been like, "It's a ghost, demonic ghost," yeah. the whole nine. But the fact that we are where we are now, where we know about the Bledsoe case, we know about all these other things. If he would have called us in two years ago, we had no fuck a year clue. ago, even a year ago. Yeah, we would not be where we are right now. Not at all. Like. Not at all. So that is that is terrifying. That's what I mean, man. You you gotta pay attention. It's terrifying. It is terrifying. I don't know. I wouldn't. What's have terrifying is the them, first advice for you. Them keep they keep trying to convince everybody that they're they're, they're good. angels and shit. Yeah, because it, like in, in because which case, a lot of people, a lot of people. That's that's their a number one last line of defense. Hundred percent. Anything. Hundred percent. And then pray. you look at this case, and almost like what you were pointing out earlier, if a, this Anel is really a spiritual being, why in the fuck is it letting any of this other shit happen to this guy? Yeah, that's where I'm at. That's like, where I'm at. Hundred percent. Put this motherfucker up a force field, so these things can't mess with him no more. 
Yeah. You know, and why, why did two people commit suicide in that house prior, which is extremely, what are the fucking odds of that? Seriously, dude, I've, I've had it kind of, kind of follow me when me and, when me and Brandon moved in to that little house, we, I remember, I remember, uh, I've said it on the story before, but a kid that used to pick on me when I was a little, little kid in elementary school, he ended up taking his life in that house. And then when I lived in the apartments, I had two people in the same week. I don't know if, I don't know if they were back to back suicides but i know one of them was but within the same 10 days both people who lived in the building died boom boom that's in weird the apartment right behind me it was because i remember the corner showing up and then i'm that's like weird. that sucks and then within a week he was back and i was like what the fuck is going on <laughs> that's comforting yeah i don't i don't know man it's weird dude the that whole thing weird. and it just sent us on a fucking downward, downward <laughs> spiral i mean we get carried away yeah. here at the Hollow Sky Podcast, which I love it. This is that's why this is what I love the most about all this is whenever something just puts us on this these tangents and just breaks down the doors and just lights lights a path for us to start running down. It's that's what I love. It's it is terrifying though, man. What like what's at the end of this? You know what I mean? Like like we are we are chasing this, trying to figure it out. But what what is at the end? You know, like I made the metaphor the other day, like us, us talking into a tin can and there's a string at the end, but we don't have any idea what the hell's on the oh, other end of that. 100%. String. 100%. And I, I do. Why I, does it single out like just specific people? Man, I think I was just getting ready to say, I think the more you allow your brain to expand your brain, your consciousness, whatever the fuck it is, almost like I was talking about last time about like this whole it might have been on our Patreon about like how sometimes it's almost like your consciousness is trying to ascend. You oh. know, I think that has something to do with it. I think the more, cause he says he's into meditation and shit and, and Sage. So that already plays too. Yeah. He's already thinking about That's it. That's what I mean. Like yeah. his, his brain is already on a different wavelength than 90% of the people on the planet who just drone life. Right. And I think that could 100%. Have something because you're open. Oh yeah, point. you're looking through the windows. Exactly. And sometimes exactly. those windows become doors. Exactly because, like you were saying, with the consciousness thing, like wh when you open that door and you start playing around, that's when they start looking. Oh, yeah. Oh, and and we we well, there's a new kid on the playground. Yeah, and we we I feel like we are naive enough to think that whatever the hell these things are are going to play by our rules, are going to play it safe. But like... Oh, we don't even know. We don't know. Like, that list of rules... No. You don't even know what, what's they, on them. They, like... Like, I feel like we we take for granted that... Like, because right now we, we deal with... We, we essentially deal with humans all the time. Yeah. And humans take... 99% of humans take humanity into consideration. These things don't have to do that. These no. things couldn't give a shit. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like... Because like to that, a being like that, you're right. We would be ants. Yeah, that one encounter where where when he was doing the... um, Oh, God damn it. What's it called? The out-of-body experience stuff. Oh, like the astral projection. Yeah, astral remote, projection. Remote, remote viewing, whatever. Projection. That's what I was thinking of. Where he went out and he said... He's like, I was just out, just minding my own business, just looking around. He said, then they noticed me. And now they come in and they pull me out whenever the fuck they want. Which is terrifying as to why they would want to pull you out. That yeah, and he he said on that coast to coast episode, his name's Jason Offit, I think it is. But he he said he's like they take me places and show me show me things from the future that is absolutely terrible. They show me the Earth just fucking scorched. Awesome. Just scorched, burnt, done. Awesome. Like why would they do that? I don't know. Here you go, one guy on the planet yeah. that has no pull at ever, whatsoever. Here you go, save your Earth. No, I don't think that's why they're doing it. Yeah, no, no. I don't know. It's I really don't know. I just man, and like, and when when it goes back to consciousness, look at look at when sleep paralysis kicks in. It's always that spot, like in between yeah. asleep and awake, hundred percent, where your consciousness could could be either at a vulnerable state or the veil could be so thin to where these things are like, we're gonna check in, time to play, we're gonna see what's going on. Oh, dude, I totally one hundred percent 
buy into that like, completely. I, I hate it because like, what what do we do to combat it? Do we Not do we shit. get a group of people who? Do we get the astral projectors? Do we get like people who experiment with DMT and shit? Do we get people who can control their dreams? Do we get them to go out there and like start fighting shit? Be like, yeah, like dream warriors to get them to get them to be like, what what in the fuck is up? Like, what are you guys? Well, doing? you got to realize for a long time those people are probably with their asses beat. Well, yeah. Until they figure out the rules of the game. If these things can just come in and take them whenever. Yeah. Like, all right, we're prepped and we're ready for war. And then they all go. Yeah, I went, I went like, like nothing's there. And then the next night when they're all by themselves, these things come in and just go. Yeah. I went like the opposite of where you can't dream like in a Freddy movie. You just shut your dreams off. You shut everything off. Yeah, you, and... can't, you can't sleep because these beings are going to be. Yeah. Well, God, I, don't want, I do not want that to happen. I don't want my brain to get to that point. I already don't sleep. Like. It's gonna uh, be terrible. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, we pretty much just killed the episode with that. Yeah, we'll we'll probably come in with a part two here in in. A we might bit. end up running them back to back at this point because we have enough calls to do another episode. Yeah, we, so. we went on a tangent. So we did. thanks for hanging out with us. If anybody has any ideas, like any anything to to add to this, please do email us, call the hollow phone, shoot us on the socials. Just because, like. We're just bouncing our brains off each yeah. other, and it kind of it kind of becomes an echo chamber in here with me and Kyle. Like, kind of, like yeah. Our, our thoughts are different. Yeah, it, it, they both kind of lead to the same. Right. Yeah. Hundred percent. We want some other people's like input. Let us let us know what you're thinking with all this because it's weird, man. It's weird that all this stuff is just kind of like like this. Travis's encounter could be just one little piece of the puzzle. Oh yeah. It's dropped in place. And it's probably more like a grain of sand in a sand puzzle yeah that we don't know is there exactly <laughs> exactly so anyway we'll probably be back might as well Dude. might as well everybody loves the holophones plus it'll give us more time to write more episodes so yeah we're getting ready to go Why on a podcast here uh should be awesome yeah so we'll probably plug that one next time so hell yeah check us out uh until we meet again stay safe stay weird check us out at all our socials and if you're dealing with interdimensional beings that are trying to convince you that they're angels, just tell them to F off.